Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. For anyone who wants to make money and make a difference, grow and leverage your enterprise better, get more done in less time, outsource everything and create your ideal lifestyle. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here and welcome to this Caffeine Cast edition on traditional education versus self-education. It was Jim Rohn that said, traditional education will make you a living, self-education will make you a fortune. And certainly for myself as an entrepreneur, who's pretty unemployable to be honest, very disruptive, quite chaotic, the self-education route, the going on courses, books, seminars, DVDs, audios, podcasts, getting mentors, that really worked for me. But it's not necessarily the right way, because if you want to be a doctor, a dentist, a lawyer, a solicitor, a very skilled technical job, then obviously there's a formal process that works. Now, you don't get the knife on semester one, and that's a good job. You know, if it were me trying to be a doctor or a surgeon, I just want the knife. Yeah, just give me the fun bit. Let me go cut. Don't worry if I mess it up. Let's, let's, let's see if we can sort this out later. Whoops, made a mistake. No worries. You know, improve next time. You can't quite do that in a highly regulated niche or industry or skill. And so you shouldn't be able to, to be honest. So there's a real dichotomy going on here. There's a balance because I do hear some thought leaders or, you know, social media experts, gurus, whatever you want to call them. Basically, they demean a job. And oh, well, if you've got a job, you're a loser. If you're employed, you're a loser. And AI and robots are taking all the jobs and it's the end of jobs. Well, that might be true in that there are going to be there's going to be self-driving cars and there's certainly the sort of the lower level jobs that may be taken by automation. But, you know, progress changes and certain jobs come and certain jobs go. Yes, you know, drivers are going to, cars are going to be automated one day. But at the same time, you know, look at all the Uber drivers now, thanks to Uber. So it's not like all jobs are dead and, uh, you know, you've got to be an entrepreneur to make anything of yourself. But at the same time, there's a limit on what you can earn and how quickly you can earn it when you are traditionally educated. So let's just say architecture, which was what I initially did. Most people don't know, but I've got a degree in architecture. I'm a Bachelor of Science. No, I'm a Bachelor of Arts with honours. But I never tell anyone because it was irrelevant. I mean, I didn't do anything. It was a waste of time and a waste of money for me because I'm the wrong kind of person. But for many of my uni friends who, you know, they're now practising architects and it was perfect for them. So, you know, whether you do the traditional education route or whether you do the self-education, entrepreneurial education route, you've got to think about what kind of person you are. Do you like to follow a system, a process? Do you want to see your path, you know, clearly mapped out, even if it is a bit slow and, you know, maybe a bit predictable? Or do you want no limit to what you can do? You want freedom and creativity of expression. You know, you you want the knife on the first day and you want to go cutting and you want to test. By the way, don't go cutting. You know what I mean? And because if you're like me where you're, you need the, you, you can't be shackled, you're a rebel. Then, you know, at the end of the day, You'll learn the sales first. You'll go sell some stuff. You'll improve your product as you go. If you, if, in fact, we didn't even do any business part of architecture in the the degree that I did. And you got your three years, and you got your you got your kind of year in practice, and then you got your two years, and then you got your final year, and then you got two or three years. All you're really doing is technical drawing, and then you might be able to design a shed, and then a garage, and then a house for like ten years, and then a, small houses. And you know, you got to be sixty five before you can design the sexy stuff, the gherkin. The Burj Khalifa, I want to do that now. And so, you know, most people who listen to my podcast, they are entrepreneurs. So let's just go through, I'll just line them up, benefits and drawbacks. Also, you've got to think about your kids. If you've got kids, 
or the people around you. I think that for kids, they should learn some traditional education and they should learn some self-entrepreneurial education. I'll explain why in a minute. So the benefits of traditional education teaches you discipline. You know, you've got to complete module one before you can start module two. And then module, you've got to pass your exam on module two before you go to module three. And then you've got to pass year one before you can go to year two. Uh, now, when you're an entrepreneur and you want to do Forex, you want to do property investing, you want to do internet marketing, you want to sell various bits of information, you want to set up an app and you want to set up the next Uber and the next Facebook, and you want to do it all, and you want, you're starting 15 businesses at once, overwhelm, you, you, instead of going step by step by step forward, you're 15 steps across, you're getting nowhere, you're ch chasing every shiny penny, you've got no organisation, no timetable, no one to manage you. And by the way, I love that, but that has its drawbacks in that you don't really know if what you're doing is right because there's no proven process. You know, if you want that very clear profession, if you've always wanted to be a doctor, a dentist, a lawyer, then of course, a highly regulated you know, well-proven traditional model is really important for you, tested for hundreds of years. But then the downside of the high regulation is this very high barriers to entry, huge cost. I mean, you could be 50, 100 grand down before you can even earn your first penny. There's, you're shackled in what you can do and say and how you can market and how you can sell and you know, the, the quality control of your products and services. And I've just had a, a big extension garage and second story and various things, outdoor gym and stuff built in my house. And, you know, the building control are over every five minutes and you can't do this and you can't do that. And this has got to be this level and this, is, this has got to be like this for drainage and you need to have a door here and you need to have, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, uh, yeah, you need that for a building. I'm kind of, you know, like, I get that, but I don't want someone giving me all that when, you know, to set up my podcast or to, you know, run my training business or to write my books or whatever. But then part of me needs that because, you know, I'm kind of like a rebel for the sake of it sometimes. So, you know, you've got to balance those things out. Of course, there's a, a, probably a lack of freedom and creativity and expression in the traditional education route. Some of the modules and the way of being taught will be old. It's the way the people have been doing it for 20 years. I remembered um, when I was a student of architecture, one of our mentors, what would you call them, you know, tutors, didn't even have an architect's practice. And, you know, and a lot of these people who are teaching degrees, you know, they, they did it 20 years ago. They're not doing it anymore. They're just lecturers. They're not doers. Whereas you can set up your own business and you've got to do. It's better to do the lecture about doing if you want to do the thing that makes the money. Now, the self-education benefits are very low barriers to entry. I mean, you know, writing books and getting in and buying property for myself. There was no barriers to entry. If I want to write a book, I write a book. If I want to do a podcast, do a podcast. If I want to go and buy some property, I can buy some property. I don't need to do a 28-year degree for that. So, you know, for someone like me who was in a lot of debt and didn't have a lot of knowledge when I started, that was good for me. Of course, that's dangerous for others as well. You couldn't have that low barrier to entry in, you know, in law or anything like that. But so, you know, you can get started quick with self-education. You can learn sales, you can learn marketing, you know, you can learn specific things like social media marketing and pay-per-click marketing. And, you know, you can learn how to put um, minimum viable products together really quickly and get them out and test a marketplace. And you can do all of this very fast and you could be making money quick, which you couldn't in traditional education. You can pick and choose the most relevant things to you right now that are current, that are opportunistic, that are hyper-specific. You know, you, like the equivalent of, if, you know, if you've got like, say, three modules a year for seven years, 21 modules in a certain degree, and module 15 is the module you really need now, well, you've got to wait five years for module 15, but not if you're in self-entrepreneurial education. You can pivot very fast. You can take the relevant models that are here and are now and are relevant, and that's a great thing, you know, when you're teaching yourself.
basically, or being an entrepreneur. You can accelerate your journey. But again, that journey isn't proven because you're forging this, you're blazing your own trail that no one's been on before, although they have. But then you can go and get a mentor who's been on it and then they can help you along the journey. So if you're an entrepreneur, a freedom seeker, a rebel, you're unemployable, you're chaotic, you're excitable, you're enthusiastic, you're a visionary, you've got big ideas, probably best to go down the self education, entrepreneurial education route, which is basically you do your own degrees in whatever you think is right. Sales, marketing, you know, information, marketing, you know, creating a brand around yourself, creating your product, creating your app, you're getting your patent or your piece of tech ready to go and getting it, get, selling it fast. That's the great thing about business. You can create something, go sell it and work out the accounts and the finance and the HR and the, the hiring and you can work all that out later. Whereas if you needed to do law or be a doctor or something, you wouldn't, you'd have to work or you'd have to do all of that first before you could then have a practice. Okay, now if you like to, you like to be consistent, you like security, you like a proven system to follow, a path to follow, you like to see your career mapped out, where you're gonna go. You know, you're, you're, you're pretty patient. You don't want too much stress. You don't want massive problems. You want, you know, to work a, min, a certain amount of hours. You know, you, other things are more important to you than your business, like your family, like travel, like your hobby, then maybe the traditional education route is for you. Now, there's ways of merging both. So you could go and work in an estate agency for two years and you could use that as sort of like a way to traditionally work, but then also use that as an education to go and buy some property. And then one day when you've built up enough money or you've bought a few properties on the side evenings or weekends, then you can pivot and go down the self-education route and you know set up your own property business. So there's nothing wrong with that. You know, learning to work for, for different people and learning to work in different areas. So you go on viewings and you know you work you work for the head of the estate agency who's obviously got all the knowledge and you get that out of him and you know you, you do some of the sales and you do some of the admin and you know you get to know it in a safe environment where you're not risking starting up where you've got overheads and kids, 15 of them if you're from Peterborough is the average. So, you know, that's another way you can do it. You can almost merge the two or you can do traditional education and traditional work for a while. But that work, you're also going to be able to get the benefit of that when you move into your, you know, your business, your enterprise, because it's, it's a similar thing. Like um, one of my good friends, Peter Jones, he trained to be a surveyor and he did that for many years. He was a professional surveyor. Then he got made redundant. Now, you know, if you're a commercial surveyor, then you've got great knowledge of property. You know what they're worth. You're going and valuing them every day. You know what they're worth better than anybody else. And now you can go and buy them because you know what's below market value. You know what you can work out the yield. And so that's what he did. Now, he didn't, he didn't know he was going to be an entrepreneur, but, you know, he had transmutable experience from his vocation to his brand new enterprise being an entrepreneur. Now, in the modern world, the life leverage world, you know, where you can have every app on your phone, you can have a, a laptop lifestyle where you can travel around the world and still connect to everything in the cloud, it's easier than ever to self-educate. And, you know, this podcast, other podcasts you listen to, audio books, online courses, you know, Udemy, Linda, I've, uh, we've got quite a lot of online and um, physical CD and audio and DVD and online courses. And I said online again, so I'll say it again, we've got online courses. So, you know, you can watch the videos on your phone, you can watch loads of people on YouTube, easier than ever to self-educate. So even if you're down the traditional education road and you've got your degree and you've got your master's degree and you've done all that, doesn't stop you evenings, weekends, lunches, watching and self-educating and doing your online universities that aren't a university because you're doing it the entrepreneurial way to train yourself up and work a few evenings or weekends and then one day have a second income, a part-time income or pivot and go full-time into the new thing. 
So neither are right, neither are wrong. Work out your personality type, work out how you like to be, how you don't like to be. Work out what suits you, what doesn't. When you're raising your kids, give them a flavor of both. Because, you know, I know a lot of entrepreneurs like me, they're like, oh, well, the schooling system is completely screwed. And, you know, that's the wrong way to teach them. You know, it's, you should be an entrepreneur. But if we were all entrepreneurs and there was no one, you know, who was a doctor and a dentist and a lawyer and there wasn't traditional education, well, the world would be completely fucked. It would be chaos. So that, that's one-sided advice is normally pretty bad. We need the technical skills. And you need a proper traditional education for that. So, you know, you want your kids to learn discipline. You want them to be able to go for a module and get the reward of getting at the end of the module. You want them to go through exams and learn what it's like to study for something and work for something and pass and sometimes fail and then pass again and get the reward of the great grade. You want them to learn that discipline. You want them to go through that. But life ain't like that. So you want them able to be a duck and dive on the evenings and weekends. Hustle and grind, as the Americans say. And, uh, you know, get them some podcasts when they're nice and young. Take them to some of the seminars you go on. Get them involved and watch the YouTube videos, listen to this podcast. And do tell me if your children listen. I've been told from time to time. And I will stop swearing, although it's only one or two words. Because I think if you get them on both roads, then when you discover their real personality and who they really are, well, you know, OK, we've got a great lawyer here. Fine, go down the traditional education road. But then a, a lawyer can still go and learn how to sell better than any other lawyer by doing sales courses you know, by some of the best salespeople in the world and reading all the sales books and learning how to run a practice of law. If a lawyer one day may want to run his own lawyer, lawyer business and then he's an entrepreneur and he's going to need to know all the facets of hiring and firing and outsourcing and leverage and systems and processes and all the stuff that you need to run a business and an enterprise. So this was a traditional or formal education versus self or entrepreneurial education. I hope you found the podcast useful. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Rob again, stay with me here because I've got a gift for you. I get asked for these a lot and I thought, well, I'll, I'll leverage my time and yours and I will put these four things I get asked a lot into a free gift for you. So if you go to tiny.cc forward slash Rob's report, then what I've done is I've written for you an article on the top 21 apps I use to create the mobile lifestyle. I've written an article on the 14, my most favorite educational, inspirational, informative documentaries of the you know, most inspiring people in the world. I've written uh, which ones they are and a synopsis of each one. I'm very well known for having lots of very specific goals, detailed vision values. So I'm sharing with you my particular document I use, I've PDF'd it for you. And also the fastest ways I know to make money for startup and scale up entrepreneurs. So I've written an article and a detailed report on each one. I've put them all into one. And all you have to do is go to tiny.cc forward slash Rob's report. You get those for free. I'll never ask anything from you, spam. I'll never spam you, never sell to you. And then also once a week, I'll send you a new article or a new video content that's a bit different that maybe you wouldn't get normally from the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast. So I hope you find that useful. Remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Thank you.